I'm Tammy Bobrowski, producer and host of What We're Reading, and it's time again to hear about some new children's books from Tracy Campa, children's librarian at the Grand Rapids Area Library. Today we'll hear about new books from Karen Berger, Candace Fleming, and Ellen O. But first, Tracy reminds us that her favorite time of year is right around the corner. Can you feel it? It's nearing time for the greatest day of the year. I know that many of you have celebrated several holidays in the recent past weeks and will in the upcoming handful of weeks, but I'm looking just slightly beyond those. For once again, friends, we are mere weeks away from Newberry Monday. What I call Newberry Monday is the day the American Library Association announces their Youth Media Awards. These include the Newberry Medal, awarded to the book that has made the greatest contribution to children's literature in the past year. The Randolph Caldecott Award, given to the best illustrations in a picture book. The Credit Scott King Awards, the Michael Prince Awards, the Schneider Family Book Awards, and several others. It is my favorite day of the year. On that morning, you will find me at my computer, pad and pencil in hand, ready to scribble away as the awards are announced. They will be published online in mere moments, yet I still scribble the results, fearful that a worldwide blackout will occur any second. I sigh, I gasp, I might even have stern words for the non-present committee. And yes, you too can join me in celebration on Monday, January 22nd at 7 a.m. Central Time. A little early, perhaps, but just be grateful we don't live on the West Coast, where they go live at 5 a.m. I'll provide all the pertinent details next month. What's going to win? I have no idea. My two Newberry favorites currently are Simon Sort of Says by Aaron Bow and The Labors of Hercules Beale by Gary Schmidt, both of which I've shared in past months. I feel far more confident in my Newberry choices than I do the Caldecott Award possibilities. This award, given for the best illustration in a picture book, sometimes befuddles me, as I have no background in art analysis, but I know what I like, and there are some beautiful picture books out this year. In the Night Garden by Karen Berger is one of those books. In this book, we are treated to a glimpse of a garden at night accompanied by a black cat. Sometimes this cat hides behind a tree. At other times, it grows large as a silhouette with beautiful moonflowers blooming along its back. The deep blues and saturated colors perfectly capture the feel of the garden in the moonlight. And like many great bedtime books, we end up in a cozy bedroom, ready to dream of the millions of fireflies that look like stars fallen from the sky. Looking closer at the illustrations though, revealed quite a surprise. What I thought was computer generated artwork is actually incredibly detailed and precise collage work. The end papers alone 
with their 100 or so fireflies are worth a wondering gaze. The story is a quiet one, carried by its beautiful illustrations. I think you'll enjoy In the Night Garden by Karen Berger. What do you do when there is one single apple hanging on a tree and five hungry animals looking for a snack? One by one, mouse, hare, fox, deer, and bear all find a hiding place near the apple tree and imagine what they will do when the apple falls. When the event finally happens though, a great kerfuffle erupts as each animal tries to be the first to grab the juicy fruit. While I very much enjoy this story, Mine, by Candace Fleming, it is Eric Roman's illustrations that completely sell this book. I wonder at the power of a great illustrator as at one point the apple falls and the wind takes it over the heads of the waiting animals. You can feel the action nearly come to a stop as the fruit soars through the sky over all the animals with heads upturned. After this great pause, a single page turn results in an eruption of energy as the animals race to the fallen fruit. Who finally ends up with the fruit is a delightful surprise. And we see that maybe a shared fruit is more fun. I hope you find time for Mine by Candace Fleming, illustrated by Eric Roman. This is what we're reading on KAXE, KBXE, and we just heard children's librarian Tracy Campa with two new picture book recommendations. Up next, Tracy tells us about an engaging middle grade book edited by Ellen O. It's called You Are Here. I spend several hours every month reading book reviews and professional publications, all in the hopes of curating the best collection I can for our patrons. When I first read the great reviews of You Are Here, Connecting Flights, edited by Ellen O., I thought it generally a book of short stories. I hesitated before adding it to our collection. Boy, was I wrong. Indeed, the book is a collection of 12 stories, each written by a prominent Asian American author. But these stories are all connected weaving in and out of each child's chapter. Set in Chicago's O'Hare Airport, we meet families who are traveling all over the world. There is a terrible thunderstorm, however, and all flights are either delayed or canceled. The first boy we meet is Paul, who helps calm a major disruption at security when a TSA agent attempts to examine his grandfather's ashes which were hidden in a bag carried by his grandmother, who hoped to bring her husband home to a beloved river and sprinkle his ashes there. Paul was the bridge between the two, interpreting for both his grandma and the TSA agent. This incident was the catalyst for many of the stories to come. We meet Jay, who waits in an employee lounge while his mother works and sees something amiss on the security screen that only he can fix. We read about Mindy, the adopted daughter of two dads, who doesn't want to visit Korea, the land of her birth, but doesn't know how to talk to her dads about it. 
Lee is flying alone when security thinks something is amiss with his guitar case and tells him that there's no way an Asian boy would be playing guitar. Rather, they knew he would be playing the violin. Even after Lee plays Eddie Van Halen's most complicated riff, they continue to insist he should have a violin. We meet Jane, whose grandfather was attacked on the streets and still bears the bruises of his beating. AJ must stand up to his basketball teammates to defend his friend Saul. Natalie confronts her friend's racist words and actions. And there are others, ending finally with Sujin, who is angry about having to move. But maybe her actions prove to her mother that indeed they might stay in New York, Sujin's home. Each of these Asian American kids are faced with stereotypes and blatant racism. Each is forced to make choices that may not be approved by their families, but are required of them to survive in this place. As I read, I wondered first at the skill it took to weave stories by 12 different authors into one incredible book. But then I was hit by something so much more important. I knew none of this. Well, okay, I knew the news of Asian people being blamed for COVID and being attacked on the streets, but those incidents seem so singular and so removed. This book and these stories of 12 middle grade kids made me realize that to many people, this is racism felt daily. Editor Ellen O oh finishes the book with a few pages of history for kids who seek further understanding and a bibliography of each author and which story they penned. Whether you read and share this book for the really good story, or as an anti-racist teaching tool, I can't recommend this book more highly. And I think it would be a superb classroom or family read aloud. Please check out You Are Here, Connecting Flights, edited by Ellen O. Oh. Happy reading. Happy reading.